Hi everyone, welcome to episode 15 of the Planet K2 Performance Fix podcast. Welcome to the first podcast of 2019. Today I'm with one of our coaches, Jim Constable. Jim, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Looking forward to talking to you again. Brilliant, thank you. Um, Jim, if you could just introduce yourself to everyone, just tell us a bit about you, that would be fantastic. Uh, Will do, Adam. So I'm a Planet K2 performance coach or human performance expert. Um, doing this role for a number of years now. Love working with teams and individuals. And using goals is one of the things I've been talking about a lot quite recently and uh, presenting on. So uh, looking forward to talking to you, Adam, about that subject today. Brilliant. So yes, today is all about um, goals, goal setting, um, quite appropriate for January. We know a lot of people are setting um, resolutions and a lot of those can be focused around um, gyms and fitness resolutions. I actually wanted to share an interesting stat. Usually people who set these fitness resolutions after the first month, 36% of people actually drop out. Um, by the time six months comes along, 50% have dropped out. And then by the 12 month, um, approximately only 8% are still maintained um, in terms of doing that fitness resolution, which is really interesting. Um, and I'm sure we're going to discuss goals just in general, not um, fitness resolutions. But I think that's quite a fascinating um, statistic in terms of resolutions themselves and fitness ones. Um, so today, all about goals. Um, and Jim, I wanted to start off and understand a bit about how do elite performers use goals? Uh, well, in, in my experience, Adam, they, they use them l like the rest of us in different ways. Um, but what they do do is, is use them very well to help uh, help them motivate themselves and help them actually motivate and change their behavior in the direction in which they want to to change it. And, and they will have learned to do that um, through a mixture of um, ex experience of their own and, and knowing learning what's worked for them, as well as um, sort of deliberate learning uh, from others. Uh, and, and practice to effectively use goals as well, whether we're talking about individuals or or teams as well. So they they they've developed, if you like, the the skill of using goals highly effectively. And in terms of goals themselves, um, you know, what are the benefits? Um, well, Adam, there are there are four textbook benefits, if you like, of using goals. If you if you sort of lean on on goal theory um you know re reasons why goals are helpful um and particularly you know, if i like to talk about using goals um so just 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 as a, an aside here uh very recently i i googled a number of terms i googled the term using goals and and i got eighty-six thousand hits i googled the term setting goals and there's over six million hits mm. i googled the term goal setting and I now get 19 million. And then I Google reviewing goals, and I get 18,000. So people are really into goal setting, but they're not so into the practice of reviewing goals, i.e. using them. Um, so you asked me about the benefits, the benefits of using goals. Um, the, the, the textbook ones are they give you a sense of direction. So they tell you where to focus your, your, your energy and your effort. So they give you that sense of direction. They... They help you to start to make that effort and mobilize your effort in that direction. So if you want to work towards a goal, and if we consider a goal to be something um, that you're not going to achieve anyway, so a goal is something that's kind of in some way aspirational that you want to move towards. Well, if you're going to do that, whether that be towards an outcome or a behavior change, 
then you're going to have to make an effort, probably experience some discomfort to move towards it. Um, the third of the four is uh, they help you be persistent. So they help develop persistence. So they'll help you overcome um, uh, while they remain relevant. They'll, they'll help you to overcome obstacles and hurdles. So to help you to keep going. And finally, they um, again, while, while the goal is relevant, if you're, if you're not on track to achieve the goal, They'll encourage you to develop new strategies and 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 uh, and learn and innovate and, and work in a different way to, to achieve to, uh, the goal that you're after. So uh, four classic benefits, and uh, you know, with your your um, uh, fitness at the start of the year, um, you know, it'd be interesting for people to check in if if that if that was a a goal they gave themselves. To what degree was it helping to direct attention, cause them to make an effort, stick with it, and and develop new strategies? So that might be. Well, my my um, my exercise or activity regime has dropped off. Would I be better off doing that with someone else if I was doing it on my own, mm-hmm. or would I be better off doing it at a different time or doing a different form of activity? So I'll still work towards the overall outcome of being more active, but maybe I need to take take a different uh, approach to that than the one that I was doing, which wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm interested, at the beginning, you, you spoke about, um, you know, the different um, things people are Googling and searching. And, and when you said reviewing goals, um, you know, it seems like a very small amount in terms of what people are actually looking at. Um, why do you think that? Is? Do, you, do you think people don't tend to review goals that often? Do you feel that people maybe don't have the knowledge in terms of how they actually should review them? So if they've achieved it, you know, how do they move on and progress? Or if they haven't, you know, what do they do? Um, what's your thoughts? Um, my hunch here, Adam, is that people feel that by setting the goal, they've gone a long way towards deriving the benefit of using goals. Mm. So that in some way, by by setting the goal and starting off, well, now I've um, I've done the biggest, hardest chunk of what I need to do. Whereas, of course, the setting of the goal is just the first bit, and behind it needs to come the effort as I said, probably the discomfort of, in, of some shape or form of, of working towards it. So people um, aren't goal reviewing through inertia, apathy, um, uh, understanding of how goals work. I think a, a lot of reasons why people aren't checking in with how they're doing um, in a way that would be helpful to them. Mm-hmm. And again, you, you know, you mentioned the word discomfort, which is interesting in terms of you know people setting goals and then them trying to achieve something, whether that's you know behaviour change. Um, do you think that's important in terms of trying to achieve that goal, experiencing that level of discomfort? Um, is, is, is it important? Um, I, I think it probably is. Just goes with the territory of, of of change and doing something new that it isn't always necessarily sort of straightforward. So um, I wouldn't want to make it self fulfilling that, that that achieving a goal is necessarily. Um, uncomfortable but i actually also think in many cases it, it, it is going to be hard um you are going to have to make an effort you are going to have to apply the discipline of doing something even when you don't necessarily feel like doing it and you know exercise and activity or or some kind of you know modification of your food intake would be good examples of having to uh apply personal discipline to go mm-hmm. through the the relative discomfort given the other options and choices that you've got which would be sticking with the status quo or doing nothing mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, when we talk about goals, you know, when you speak to someone about goals, usually they will speak about something that is like a personal challenge that they want to achieve and or whether that's, you know, exercise. Have you got any examples of, of some that people set, you know, in, in different sorts of um, scenarios or, or even in sort of the working world? Because I, I know a lot of people, they, they might be thinking, well, what type of goal would I or should I be setting for myself as a you know performer in, in my world? Yeah, well, I think we, you know, we can get into in this conversation about um, how you different ways in which you can use goals. But uh, I think, you know, if, if again, most people, I think if you ask them, have you ever used a goal or set a goal for yourself that's been really helpful to you? We'll be able to come up with an example, whether it was, uh, yeah, I decided I wanted to get a new job or, or um, I decided I wanted to learn something. So um, people will probably have their own you know, person examples of how they've used the goal to ultimately change their behavior. You know, I can certainly think of um, uh, deciding I was going to enter a half marathon. Um, if I use a personal example of my own, talking to uh, my colleague Matt about putting a training plan together um, you know, the, then the completion of the training plan became the goal to achieve the goal of doing the half marathon in a time that, that I wanted to do it in. So I had um, uh, uh, targets that I wanted to try and work towards, but targets in terms of how often I ran. So, you know, the, the plan was became a very simple one of running three times a week and doing a, di- a, a different run each time, different type of run each time. But, you know, ha- having both that that input and then something I was working towards was really helpful. And and if I didn't fancy going out that particular time or week on that particular run, thinking about the completion of the plan, thinking about why I was doing it, helped to drive the behaviour. It directed the attention in that way. Mm. Um, You know, the examples, um, I worked some time ago with a, uh, a sprinter, a, a, an athlete t- training for the Commonwealth Games. And I, I remember talking to him about his goals for that particular um, that particular event. And, you know, he, he it was really interesting listening to him and how he was setting different tiers or different levels of goal and how that helped fuel his motivation. Um, his his ultimate goal was uh, to, to win a gold medal. Now, in the end, I don't think he made the semi-final, so he and and you know to win gold medal was absolutely stretching the realms of possibility, but it still remained his goal. Mm-hmm. Um, as it was, he set a personal best and came away very very happy and uh, and satisfied. Um, I'll, I'll give you a couple of the work examples, Adam, if it's helpful. Yeah. Now, um, a couple of teams that uh, I've worked with, um, and and one, one I'm still working with, where they they've you know pulled together ultimately what is the team goal you might call the t- the goal of the team um teams often don't do this if you often if you ask team members what's the purpose of your team why does your team exist they're not able to give you a consistent answer very rarely are they able to give you a consistent answer mm. but uh, i worked with one team um that was formed uh on a global basis who decided that their purpose their goal if you like was to um uh, relentlessly collaborate to beat the competition. Now, they brought into their goal the actual behaviour that they needed to do in order to be successful. So they said their goal was to relentlessly collaborate with one another because they didn't need to do that mm. because they could all just carry on doing the work that they were doing. They added on to beat the competition because that was uh, extra motivation and it really meant something to them. 
in doing that. Um, and I was sorry, Jim. You you spend you spoke about sort of meaning just then. How important is it when you set goals in terms of you know having a purpose, having a meaning, and, and being very closely related to your your values, you know things that are important to you. Very important. I don't know about values, Adam. I'm not sure I personally that I would bring that into it. But but the goal has to have meaning. Otherwise, um, um, it's not motivational in itself. In 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 um, you know driving your your attention and your behaviour. Mm. Um, those those four textbook benefits I gave you um, earlier about um, uh, persistency, effort, innovation, and direction. Um, I think about an animal in the wild searching for food. Mm. Well, it's absolutely directed towards searching for food. That's what it's doing. It's hungry. It will keep going at that thing for a long time. It will work really hard at it and keep going even when it's tired. And if it, if what it's doing isn't working, it will look at and the examples you'll see of animals coming up with very innovative ways of hunting. So that that kind of helps to do it. But the meaning in that case, I need to eat. Mm. Um, is is has to be there. Yeah, it has to be there. Yeah, most definitely. And I, I was wondering, Jim, are there, you know, well, what are the different ways you you can use goals, or what are the different ways you use goals when you're working with um, individuals? So two two things that immediately spring to mind, Adam, that that we talk about a lot with our customers at, at Planet K2. Um, one would be uh, to think about why, what, and how goals why what and how so why being the ultimate purpose that you're working towards you know why are we doing this what's the outcome what is telling you what will tell us we're on track what will tell us we're on track to achieve this ultimate outcome why we're doing it and then how how do we need to behave how do we need to think how is all about what you're actually doing so uh how will tell you what you need to do what will tell you whether you're on track, whether you're doing the right things and whether you're moving towards the ultimate purpose, which is why you're doing it. So why, what and how? Really simple. Um, any one of those on its own could provide benefit. Mm. So setting, being clear on your ultimate purpose or being clear on the activities that we're actually going to do. But they're most effective when you use all three most effective when you use all three. Occasionally in business, we see people getting fixated by the what. This is the measurement of progress because some people really like measuring stuff. Mm. When you do that, life becomes about a, a, a sort of meaningless chasing of the next number without focusing on, well, how do we need to perform to reach that number? And let's not choose track of why we're chasing that number in the first place because we need to because it's part of something bigger. Mm. So why, what and how? I really like that. I think that's a you know really good way of of looking at it. And it. It makes me think. You know, if I'm setting a goal, you know, it gets me thinking about my behaviours, gets me thinking about my thought processes, um, and three really simple questions to ask in terms of um, setting any goal. So, great. Any other? So, I know you said there's two ways, didn't you? So, what was the yeah the, way? the other way? Just just while we're on why, what, and how, and like I said, um, all three in combination work best. Mm. Um, but people often set goals just about the outcome yes. rather than setting goals about the input as well. So people might have set a, a goal to be, um, uh, uh, I don't know, run a 5K, run a 10K or whatever. But one of the how goals could be, I'm going to run three times a week. Mm. I'm going to jog three times a week. That That's a, that the input goal. What's the actual process I'm going to do? So setting a goal around that 
can be really useful. Um, the other way that I was thinking about was um, uh, what we refer to as podium goals, like an Olympic podium, gold, silver, bronze. Um, and this can be really for the right task. And, and, and I've seen people use this highly effectively where they might be working towards uh, a sort of binary goal. Um, let's say the target is 90 percent um, or the target is to achieve eight out of 10 of something. Well, podium goal says, well, what, what would bronze medal look like? So bronze medal has to still be a goal. It still has to be a little bit of a stretch mm. because achievement of the bronze medal still has to give you pride and satisfaction that, that I or we achieved a bronze medal. Um, but it's the minimum that you would accept as giving you that 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 satisfaction. Um, gold medal, if I go to the other extreme, gold medal is, you know, the absolute pinnacle it's what's possible um when when um you've performed superbly and uh, you know you you, you you this is the, the 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 what's right out there that's gold medal what's mm. possible you know what would gold medal look like and then silver is somewhere in between somewhere between your bronze and your gold and silver means you know something you're going to be really happy with we've exceeded bronze yeah i may not have got to gold and that's okay because gold's really hard but I'm really happy with a silver medal. And um, if people listening have got a single goal that they're working towards, it might be useful for them to think about, does that feel like gold, silver or bronze? And whatever colour it feels like, start to think about, well, what would the other medals look like? And it might not be a number because you could start to overlay, um, I don't know, 90% now feels like a silver medal. Mm. Bronze would be 90% and we achieve these other things. Gold might be, um, you know, ninety-five uh, percent, and actually we enjoy it in getting there. So you can start to overlay different criteria rather than just the number. Oh, brilliant! I love. Well, I personally, I love both of them. I think they're a fantastic way of, of setting goals. It's definitely something I'm going to be um, thinking about the next time that I I use that. And I love those three questions, which you suggested, really practical ways that people can use. And again, the podium goals are fantastic. Jim, I, I wanted to get on the the topic of well, the most commonly used um, goal setting principles would be um, the smart goals um, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard they might be taught when they were um, often sort of at school or when we we're younger um, and for those who don't understand smart goals is a um, well Jim I'll, I'll get to explain it, but I'm interested to know what, what do you think of smart goals so um, if we think about uh, as I started the podcast talking about using goals then goals becomes a tool um, goals is a perform goals are are a performance tool that that you can you can help um, use to perform better. Smart is an acronym standing for um, I think specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. That's uh, my understanding of what it so stands for. So if you're thinking about goals as a tool, smart is just a particular tool. So if if goals is if goals is uh, your tool in the toolbox, this is a version of a particular tool. So it can work. Um, uh, SMART can work as, as, as an acronym. It particularly lends itself to the what goals, the measures, um, rather than having um, a SMART why goal or a SMART how goal. So it can work. There's a place for it. But it can also be sort of limiting in some respects. And, uh, um you know, non-specific goals. So that stands. If the S in start, stand, smart stands for specific. Um, sometimes non-specific goals work really well. 
So instead of saying, uh, I want to go to the gym three times this week, some people will find it more helpful to frame that as, I want to see how many times I can get to the gym this week. Uh, with behavior change, so aspect, overly specific goals and not meeting them can make you feel worse. So having that, how good can I be type goal, um, how many times can I do something can be more helpful. It's um it's interesting to, to think to how each of us responds very differently and I really like that in terms of thinking of that in a very different way um, and how that can influence behavior change. So for some people is it is it a matter of trying these things out, testing out in terms of seeing how they respond best to goals? Yeah, I think so. I think there's a, there's that testing element and uh you know if if your goal is to uh, change your let's say your goal is to change your thinking um, to, to not worry about stuff that you can't control for example um, if that's that's the goal well then it might help you to think well by doing that I would anticipate being less anxious and less worried about stuff I can't control so like any um, acquisition of a new skill there might be uh, things that you have to explore and practice in order to get the benefit so thinking about well um what, what is it that i need to persist with i need to persist with the actual thinking so i need to get practiced that when i start thinking like this i'll be better off thinking like that um you'd need to think about what would be the signs of improvement and that might be the fact that i am feeling more in control and maybe you'd be looking to even measure that in some way just with a simple scale out of 10 how do i feel how in control do i feel of my thoughts um with a skill, you'd be thinking about, well, well when, when am I likely to see the benefits of thinking like this? So, you know, you, you wouldn't necessarily want to start a, an exercise program or a, or a thinking program and expect to see the benefit on day one. And if you don't, give up. Hmm. So you'd be thinking about, you know, how, how long am I going to have to persist for? And what, what are the opportunities to practice? So um, I might be thinking about... Uh, I, I'm, I'm well aware that when this happens, when, when this person walks in the room or when I see um, uh, this person's name appearing on my phone or when when um, uh, the work comes in through the door, I know my thinking typically goes in this direction, but it would be more helpful for, for me to think about these things instead. Um, so these are sort of almost practice opportunities to, 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 to get better at that, that way of thinking. Mm. So um, they all, that all comes into the, into the mix here in terms of thinking about goals as a tool, and therefore I'm improving my skill of using the tool and my skill around changing behavior. Mm. Oh, no, brilliant. It's, it's, it's fascinating to, to really sort of explore this topic. And I, I wanted to sort of know, Jim, often people you know, in work will sometimes feel they've been set um, you know, impossible goals or targets. Um, and, you, you know, you have a lot of people who can sort of struggle with that. So what would your advice be to those people? Um, yeah, you do get that. You'll get people in a work scenario where they, they're given the um, the business objective or the goal or target, whatever you want to call it, and they, and they think, well, that's just so far away from reality that it's not doing anything for me at all. I think, but in the first place, I'd be encouraging people to choose their response to the impossible goal or target so choose a response that is helpful rather than unhelpful so rather than thinking um this goal cannot help me at all or or worse than that this this impossible objective is feeling like a a, a threat now and it's putting me under enormous amounts of pressure that are, that are unhelpful for me you've got some options um 
ignoring the goal is one option, but but I think there are some others. One one obvious one would be to about thinking about setting your own goals that will take you in the right direction, and the achievement of which will ultimately get you much closer uh, to achieving that impossible goal anyway. So you're you're chunking it down in some way. Yeah, um, I think you can also then be thinking about well, what's the what's the do the best goal? How how close can I get to? How many times can I complete this particular thing? So thinking about the activity that will drive you towards it. And I think the other then way you can choose your response to an impossible goal is to say, well, and there are risks involved here, but it would be about saying, well, if that really is the goal and we really do want to work towards that, well, we might have to do something radically different. We might have to do some radically different thinking or or employ some very different processes in order to even contemplate making that possible. Mm. But as I say, that's something that you might want to then think about your strategy and, and, and how risky that is to completely change everything in order to achieve that that, that impossible target. Oh, brilliant. No, thank you, Jim. That's uh, great advice. Um, Jim, I think, you know, that is everything um, that I had down in terms of asking about goals. And it's been it's been great to explore a number of things. I've really I found it fascinating in terms of thinking about the benefits. And, you know, for me now, if I'm going to set goals, I'm definitely going to be thinking about, you know, those benefits and how they influence in terms of what I'm doing and my behaviours. Um, and I personally love the way that we um, sort of use goals and the different sort of the t- two strategies which you spoke about in terms of three questions and podium goals so it's been it's been fantastic and hopefully some people will take some great knowledge and be able to use that towards either some maybe new in terms of resolutions um, or goals that they want to work at um, within work or in any different arena um jim I, sorry yes okay so i was uh, uh, springing to mind here one is about um Writing your goals down, I think there's merit in doing that. I think it helps you get a bit of clarity um, going through the process of thinking and writing. So um, if asked, should I write my goals down, I'd, I'd be uh, generally advising yes. I think it's a good idea to write your goals down. Um, I don't think you need to apply goals to everything. Like I said, it's just a tool. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, Adam, I didn't write any goals down for this podcast. Now, I could have done. Um, I could have written some goals down. I certainly thought about what are my intentions. I did some planning, mm-hmm. but I don't think I used goals per se. So um, we don't have to use goals for everything, but there are some particular things, maybe important things, where um, writing goals and using goals can be really helpful. Sure. Um, the one other bit I was thinking of was the degree to which you share your goals where you haven't otherwise done and make them public mm. and and again that can that can be helpful by actually what you're doing is increasing the pressure on yourself to fulfill the goal and, and make the behavior change um, if if you're reticent to go public with a goal you've set it's interesting to ask yourself why why are you reticent is, why are you reluctant to do that um, is it because you're not committed enough um, uh, or, or is it because you ultimately set yourself a, a gold medal goal without setting a bronze one as well? So, um, uh, yeah, going public on goals is something else for people to think about. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't thought of it. Uh, oh, no. Well, Jim, thank you so much um, for your time. If people want to find out some more information, where's the best place um, they can go? What would you suggest? Um, well, I don't, as you and I know, there are um, materials in the performance room um uh there's a kit bag for which is primarily around individuals setting goals um using goals there is a kit bag uh for teams all around um setting your team up for success which talks about why what and how goals um and uh 
uh, Adam people are free to contact me I think um, you can share their uh, contact details or, or via LinkedIn or however they want to do that Brilliant, fantastic. Well, Jim, thank you so much for your time. I'm now going to work on my goals um, and what I'm going to be doing over the next, well, next week. Um, so thank you very much. No problem. Enjoy talking to Adam. Brilliant, thank you. And um, we will be back next month, hopefully, hopefully covering um, the topic of confidence, which should be exciting. So thank you to everyone for listening.